How's it going, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Anime Limited Podcast, being brought to you live to tape from beautiful, not sunny, but not wet, Glasgow, Scotland. I'm Jeremy Graves from Anime Limited. I am joined in the office studio each and every time by... Cat. Andrew. <laughs> you massive dick. <laughs> Keith, yes, that's me. The Keith. podcast just goes on for an hour yeah. before Andrew. I didn't hear what you called me there, Keith. Could you uh, repeat that for your he annual review? Massive penis. Oh my god. It's nice to have an audio recording of this. Harry. <laughs> a reminder before we get going any further that each and every podcast is not representative of the views of Anime Limited. It absolutely and also is. this podcast, if you haven't figured it out already, will contain strong language. And it's filmed Aww. in front of a live audience. Oh, and, and there's always a cam laughter, laughter and everything in the lap. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always that one woman that just really loud it goes, ha at the end. <laughs> Why do I have large first class stamps in here? Oh, I'll have them. I kinda need them. Thanks. Oh, I can't believe our podcast has been derailed in the opening minute by stamps. This is going to be an hour of going through our pockets and finding stuff. <laughs> so, Jeremy, what's in store this week? Well, next week, Keith, Fuse is out. Fuse Memoirs of the Hunter Girl is out on the 7th of March. It'll be available on Collector's Edition Limited Blu-ray DVD set and Standard Edition DVD. By the time you're hearing this, if you go to our blog site, which is blog.allthianime.com, you'll be able to see a full unboxing of it. And gotta say, it's come out really nice. Mm, it's turned out really well. It is pretty as balls. And the film is really, really pretty and very lovely and well worth taking a chance on, I think. Mm. And also a reminder, it is a subtitle-only release. There has been no English dub produced anywhere in the world. Well, if you want, if we get enough responses, we'll do one internally for you. We'll watch it. Cat's like, volunteering there. She was just going around up know, and down like it. a truck driver, <laughs> basically. I was, I was fist bumping because it was my project. That's why it was like, oh, it turned out well. Yeah, like, it's Kerry. It's not a member of the public <laughs> paying you praise, Cat. <laughs> no, it's... No, I'm not... No, it's, it's, a, it's a nice release. It looks it looks beautiful. Hey, thank yeah, you. Any background info you want to add about it, Kat, from your perspective? Like, what you were thinking with it? Or um, any thoughts? Was... What were you thinking? <laughs> yes, Kat, yeah, what were you thinking? No, there's a lot of beautiful key arts that came with it, so mostly trying to take advantage of the fact that they were there and not, like, squander them. So just pretty much crammed it into, like, every part of the packaging as possible. But I like I kind of like how the inside turned out as well. I don't know why I like the pattern background. Mm. Mm. It kind of really I really really like it. That's a nice touch. Whenever I think of like products, I like the idea of it is like I'm trying to think of a good example. Kind of like I guess like a nice box of chocolates when you get all the nice art in the outside, but when you get an inside, there's always like a nice patterned inner and all mm. that. And it's kind of the idea of just working your way into the middle and it's just kind of the layers. So like I like trying to keep key arts mostly like all the really good ones on the outside, and then having something more simple or patterned in the inside. But then there's always yeah. one deceptive mint-based chocolate inside. Am I taking the, 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 the analogy the wrong way here? <laughs> you are. Yeah, it's always the coconut one. No one likes well, the I coconut like, one. I like coconut What's wrong with I you? Mean, what last, monster though. are you, Carrie? I was uh, going for the me. strawberry one. I think so. you're the... Strawberry ones are the best. <laughs> Hello? They, <laughs> for fuck's sake. They based room on Carrie's stories. But, but yeah, that, that's an insight into my thinking when I do products. So. That's very interesting from yeah. my perspective. But I, I feel I do need to ask, what's wrong with the mint chocolate? I like Not that I'm much of a chocolate too. person anyway, but I don't have a thing against mint. Like, after eight, it's freaking egg. Have you never seen uh, Monty Python's Meaning of Life? Yeah. 
It's only a whopper. It is just a whopper. Not for a whopper. Whopper. <laughs> my mom, my mom does a horrible thing with after eights where she. I told her to know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, it's going bad places because she eats the chocolates and leaves the little envelopes in the oh, box. No. So oh no! You think that there's little and you go in and you're like, Mom, what the hey, fuck? And she no, just jiggles it. No, Carrie, that is just efficiency at hand. Why did. waste? Why leave them lying around? Would you rather the Andrew treatment in well, the office? No, no, no. Like it's going to bed. <laughs> Well, I can bring them to your bin, I suppose. Have you ever, yeah. Have you ever done the after eight challenge where you put one on your forehead and then you have to like try and get it into your mouth using your face muscles? Is that a thing? <laughs> it is a thing. Did, did a man in a white van tell you about I've this? I've tried the after eight. Oh, it was Andrew. Uh, yeah. Hey. Was it Andrew in a white van? Yeah. In a hazmat hey, suit. I've tried the after eight challenge before. I, I try and wait till after eight to drink. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it never works oh. No, I never one it's, it's, always, one it's always after eight somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. 8am, then that's perfectly reasonable. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Nothing beats that breakfast whiskey, followed by those breakfast gummy bears. As in like vodka soaked ones. Did anyone see about they're making day. a Buckfast um, Easter egg? What? Like the Buckfast <laughs> Easter egg oh, being Jesus. made. We saw in the newspaper. Of course they are! Oh, <laughs> rocket fuel and I'm chocolate. No. Oh no. So that means there'll be like empty, like, have bucky you, have Easter eggs. Have you had Buckfast like, <laughs> Glasgow? Been here? No, I haven't, really, uh, <laughs> I haven't really got to that level of project stress no, yet. No, you, you should, just for funsies. <laughs> well, just buy them a... Just sells it, like, by the glass. Yeah. You, could actually you can be them. a allegedly classy human being. <laughs> oh, right, I'll, I'll have <laughs> to try awesome. that. I'll sit there with yeah, with a glass of bucky and a munchie box. Yeah. Oh, munchie box! Two things you've not oh, tried. Living, yet. living the Glasgow dream. Yeah. I saw one abandoned in the street. It was barely eaten, and I'm like, is this some sort of trap? So capsule. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you disappeared for those two days? Like, Did somebody lure you in? If you want to know what the real reason behind the delays in our product is because Kat keeps getting trapped by munchie box. I do like food, but I don't know if a munchie box qualifies as food. No. <laughs> it doesn't even qualify as sustenance. It's like a like blood alcohol level at the time. Of the Simpsons when Moe's diner opens up and he gets the deep fat fryer and he just pretty much puts the wine bottle in the glass of <laughs> the deep fryer and just pulls it out. <laughs> munchie box is pretty much that. It's just anything you can deep fry, really. After you're drunk. Yeah, anyway, that was a huge segue, I'm sorry. Hey, hey food talk, I'm fine with. I know. I that said, actually, someone in my, in my block of flats left two empty pizza boxes in the lift. Did what you even leave friend. the pizza? It's no, too red. That, that's the thing. The thing is, though, there were <laughs> really first though, of elevator pizza. <laughs> so you could tell they'd order from Just Eat so because they had all their branding over it, but the boxes look really cool. Yeah. But then you sort of sort of open up, get these out of the way. And you, they're in, who leaves empty pizza boxes in a lift? A bunch of bastards. <laughs> leave, like, that, that's what the people slices. said on my, because the building where I live, we have like a Facebook group Take in case anything happens. People like literally it. were saying, what dicks left those in there? There's a bin. Yeah, but they didn't pick it up and put it in the bin, did they? Oh no, but you have to go you home did. and comment on social media. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, it wasn't me yeah. to be fair, but. Well, it's like 21st century priorities, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, must comment on this and not actually Maybe get rid of Maybe the original person left the pizza and the boxes there and then someone else ate the pizza the Did you take a selfie the with the pizza boxes? <laughs> no, because I've got a... Is that, lifts are only so tall, Keith. I'm going to have to angle it really high up. Or you, you could just get on the... What? What? You can just get on the floor. The mic Roll around on the floor with the pizza boxes. It's Kerry, it's a really good microphone, it's not that good. I'm not gonna. I started and I wasn't I don't know what's been on that lift floor. I didn't sit on that. 
Uh, I suppose we should start talking about anime again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we could talk about anime. So, uh, let's, uh, let's address... What is up with anime? <laughs> <laughs> what is up with anime? <laughs> what is the deal? Like, anime, what's up? What is the deal? Like, how do boob physics work? Well, there's something called know. the Gynax Banks, <laughs> yeah. where they, oh, yeah. they developed the, the concept of I how am, they thought breast physics worked. I am most impressed by the independently powered and movable breasts. And, and I'm so sure that's independently powered. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one's solar, one's wind. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, every time surely every time yeah. you release a new Pokemon, you know, Sun, Moon, Gold, oh. Silver, oh. Ruby. No, so, Sun would be breast, Moon would be ass. Yeah. Yeah. True, yeah. true, that yeah. point. Yeah. Well, okay. Wow. Well, okay. There's like some kind of. Well, no, you moon someone. So. Okay. Yeah, but that, and you that. flash someone so that you like <laughs> sun. sun. Yeah, oh. flash the sunlight. Yeah, but you could just the flash. ultimate prize. No, you, you, you win someone. That's your bad. Two separate conversations <laughs> going on here. This no. is not good this podcast. Is, this material. is turning into like the Monopoly argument or something. <laughs> <laughs> the whole family are playing Monopoly. I really hope nobody heard what Keith and I were talking about. I don't know. Uh, I was okay, talking kids, about let's it. focus. Let's focus. So, so let's talk about. The, well, the first elephant in the room, one being me, the second oh. being oh. delays. He's actually in a Andrew, costume. <laughs> I'll let you discuss delays. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a lot politer than Kerry put it with, with I believe, what the uh, men, uh, you can insert an expletive there. Uh, <laughs> which one like, it was, guys? <laughs> Yes, it was the F word. So yeah, it's going on. Unfortunately, guys, as things progress through through life, like, I'll just say a few things have come up, and we wanted to just address them here and now before you guys well, actually hear about. Actually, them. let's break it down a bit. It's mm-hmm. not super devastating stuff. There's no, a few titles with a week or two extra on them uh, for like for one or two. T- it's a very isolated series of titles where it's not related to prior delays it's just hiccups with actually getting like getting final approval on stuff the downside to when you write a large booklet for example is sometimes some studios have a lot more to say than others about about the contents for example it's not that bigger like bigger situation on at all but there's a few titles let's to momo uh sort out online a season two part three and like maybe one or two more like related to that which are like a delayed slightly by like a week or two like on a case by case basis um not push with the exemption of sword online not pushing them outside of their actual month of release just now um which is just an offset of the like uh, like oh, like it's not deliberate basically sometimes things happen on that kind of thing like, it's certainly not the systematic delays you would have seen at the beginning of the quarter, for example. Um, it's all part of the ongoing process, because as we've mentioned previously, we are trying to improve what is going on with our release dates. And unfortunately, due to the nature of how long these projects take, it does mean that because it is ongoing, some are still in progress, which is why we have a few slippages still. But as I'm sure you'll hopefully be starting to notice, uh, there's a lot more coming out when we say it's coming out, and the few that are slipping at the moment, it is literally just by a week or two. And that's, like, it, like it's a step in the right direction. We realise it's not a step in the ideal direction of zero days delay, but 
Yeah, like, and we know what, like, uh, I think the first words out of market, the marketing team's mm. mouth was, yes, do you realise the amount of shit we're going to receive for this? Yes. Andrew, thank you very much. Um, but it's about communication as well, and, like, to an extent, bear in mind, by the time we started to set those new processes up, Q2 dates had already been submitted for the majority of titles. The only ones not yet on the list, then, which are obviously going to be lined up as Assassination Classroom, for example, uh, like, and such. And there's a a slight variation on how some titles like that will work going forwards actually as well, which we'll we'll touch on a bit later, like there as well, but yeah, like I mean basically some de- Q2 was set up already, so Q3 will be the first time where it becomes abundantly clear like date-wise what's being set specifically as well and I'm really sorry I'm, Like so, the reason why you have to set up Q2 dates so early is because that's when you have to kind of do it, isn't that right? Yeah. You have to just I mean, solicit them early. To be clear, mm. basically it means Sword Art Online will come out in on the 11th of April instead of the 28th of March. So about a two-week delay. Uh, Letter to Momo shouldn't slip more than about a week um, to be 20... Well, like, between the, the 18th and the 25th, so one week or two weeks again there. We're just waiting on a final confirmation as so we've got all the assets together now they're off to print. But just kind of like, we want to be 100% sure that it was the same for actually the offering, which was done very well by Justin Savakis. Mm. Mm-hmm. But like, there was a few tweaks there we had to make that meant we, wouldn't, we didn't upload quite as soon as we would have liked. But the release will be worthwhile as a result, and the, the visuals are really pretty nice for the set. The release we is shared the visuals for the release yet. Actually. We have indeed, Excellent. yes. Yes, of course, because we're on the, the blog. Excellent. Yeah, and we should also say as well, when it comes to the disc, like you were mentioning, we couldn't get them uploaded straight away. The things that had to be done was actually to make the release even better than it already is. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's pretty flipping top-notch mm-hmm. already. Yeah. It's really great. Mm. And like, obviously, like the other one which hasn't got a date yet, so by the time this goes live, you won't have seen the date. The date shift, but Selector Infected, We Cross will shift around, not due to, to like anyone here's fault, it's just we're waiting on some assets that weren't delivered. Like for the the booklet, which if you haven't got them, it's kind of a a big hurdle but already. Oh, it's yeah. one we're chasing on a day to day basis, and it's nobody's fault. It's just some... one of those things that was actually completely out of any kind of direct control on our part. Or the, the like in, in this case, um, like the the licensee, like the licensor's part was sub license to us. Mm-hmm. Um, like because in the USA they didn't like they didn't have a booklet release as well they wouldn't have known those assets were missing on their side because it wouldn't show up um, because the low resolution version and the low resolution version could still be generated of the PDFs for example for for preview purposes Mm. Mm -hmm. so it's only like it's only now that someone's decided to use them as abundantly clear Mm. but that does add some time play on them the reason no data is set for that yet is we're just until we receive assets we're not jumping release dates to worry people. I'm excited for it though. I'm looking forward to checking it out actually. Yeah. Because we've had a, we had a, fun, a good few conversations about it yeah, and you've already got me interested in it. is also, um, it shines a light a lot about the series and the direction that they took when they were creating the anime. Because it's obviously, it was like Takara Tomi, the guys that made, they, had, they were like, we want to make a card game but also want to make an anime for it. 
and then that's kind of what the book covers is just everything that they've discussed about it so I kind of really wanted that booklet to be made into and obviously in Japan it's like they, re they released it in several parts over so, multiple volumes yeah so yeah. the booklet again is just an accumulation of all those parts all kind of like crammed into one so yeah yeah whenever I, whenever I hear Takara I, my first thing I think of is the Transformers 3 Takara series <laughs> I think of Takara Tomi every time I hear mm. Headmasters Super God Master Force and victory. Kerry, you've just given me a, an incredible look there as to what the heck I'm going on about. If you've, all I'm going to say is if you've not heard of the infamous Star TV dub of Transformers Headmasters, if you've got some alcohol, it's a fantastic watch. If you want to hear Galvatron sounding like a really weird military general, it's quite fantastic. So, to get back onto topic at this point, <laughs> so when it comes to dates and stuff, folks, just keep tuned to our newswire at blog.alltheanime.com. As soon as we've got all the info confirmed, it will be up there. If you've got any questions, feel, feel free to throw them at us, be it on Twitter, we're at alltheanime, on facebook.com forward slash allthianime. Heck, if you want to send them to me by email because you want to, you want to elongate your answer, Jeremy at alltheanime.com. It's a very public email I address. I get a lot of emails so. about elongating my answers. Oh. 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 So, so if anybody's uh, got the... Is anybody's using any voodoo dolls out there, <laughs> just uh, keep it all on Andrew. Yeah, I prefer cattle prods. Yeah. Tasers work quite well. So, the next elephant in the room, aside from me, <laughs> which is actually sort of going on to our community segment in many ways. We, we put the call out for questions from Twitter and Facebook. It's actually regarding some news that broke over the weekend, which we, we got a lot of questions about it, but honestly, it was the weekend. We couldn't comment on it because... We were drunk. <laughs> well, you were drunk. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, was, I was rolling around in a gutter, because that's how I roll. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. In gutters. Yeah. Yeah. I was eating pasta. <laughs> <laughs> all weekend, that all weekend, from start, you did. From Friday night, sounds like the best one. weekend. How, how, how was pasta? How was pasta con? Pasta con does every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, everybody. In case you have not heard, Funimation in the USA announced through Anime News Network that there is going to be a Kickstarter to fund a brand new English dub of the series Escaflone. Escaflone. Now, and of course. The first thing that came to many of your minds here in the UK was, hang on a minute, Anime Limited are meant to be releasing that this year. Um, go to Twitter, Facebook, or email me as some of you did. So, Andrew, I'm going to direct this to you, because we've had quite a few questions about it. What is up with that? It, does it affect us at all? If so, how does it impact us at all? Just to you, go. <laughs> no, um... So you broke him, Jeremy. Basically, like, basically it doesn't impact much at all insofar as we're still on target for the November release date. Um, but you might well get an extra dub now if the Kickstarter happens, which, let's face it, two days in, it's like over 100k. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> I probably going to happen. happen. What's, what's the goal? Um, 150,000. Oh, yeah. oh, right, okay. So, like, I think it's definitely going to happen. Like, I think... The only question we have at this point is access. We intend to still include... So to give you a picture on this, what we still plan to include disc-wise is we still plan to include the original dub so you can enjoy that in high definition as well. Um, which I know there's a difference in opinion there between us and um, Funimation on that one, for example, because they are reserving the, H the HD footage only for the edited 
like the new dub mm-hmm. if they do it. Otherwise, it'll be subtitled only. Mm-hmm. The the dub, the original dub, is only going to be available on DVD on that one. So that's a difference. We're kind of going for the completionist angle of original Japanese language, original cut of the anime dub. Um, so there'll be a special disc for episodes one to seven, basically. Um, because those are the only ones which differ from the director's cut. Um, no, not all of them either. I think it's one, two, three, four, six, and seven or something. There's one episode missing somewhere in so, it. So that, that will be a separate disc yeah. with the with the affected, for want of a better mm-hmm. word, episodes. Like honestly, as well. Like I think the the Kickstarter makes sense. Whether you, it's a kind of project you support or not, because it's effectively a marketing it's a survey of demand if you want Mm. the new dub you need to pre-order it basically and kickstarter is a good way of galvanizing people towards that kind of goal of minimum requirements if you do it via your shop for example as great as it is it's a different kind of focus like for example we've floated the idea at least of doing a full metal alchemist ultimate edition exclusively via our shop for pricing purposes like we did with patima like on kickstarter but via our shop as I feel that maybe the shift on Kickstarter now is towards projects, which should happen anyway. Like, if you want to offer it at a special rate, do it via your own shop to start, and we've got enough traffic now where that seems a reasonable proposition. But for a dub, it's not really like that. Like, because it requires people to know where you're at with a title. You know, you can't just resort to put it, popping it up. Uh, there's a lot of work on it. You can still float it on Amazon. The whole thing on... I, I followed Anime News Network's um, interview, for example, and they pressed on those points quite particularly. And I think the, the key thing to take away from that was it was less about the we couldn't do this ourselves. It was do you actually want it? Mm. And it's very easy to float that question and then get a very vague answer from mm-hmm. people who aren't willing to put their money where their mouths are. And, like, to do a new dub, it's a lot of work. And you might be able to subsidise it anyway, but if nobody actually cared about it in the first place, you've just kind of thrown money down the drain, like, because a couple of people tweeted you and said, or, like, in America's case, normally for fans, a large number, but still the equivalent in the UK of a few, messaged you and said, we really want it redubbed. Mm-hmm. You know, and to be fair, the original dub was... Like, it was a... Like, a feature of people's childhoods here in the UK, mm-hmm. like for a certain generation, but it does have some glaring loopholes. You know, one of the main characters sp- like splurges out a piece of information that he shouldn't know yet, or rather, like, it shouldn't have come up in the plot yet at this point in the original Japanese, for example. Um, like, very early on, mm. like, without spoiling anything for anyone, but you'll see it if you see the. HD version of the original dub in our release um, <laughs> but like there's a lot of things which they could correct and such and if you're going to do it for the director's cut episodes 1 to 7 then you may as well do the whole thing as well for consistency you know mm. gives them a lot more opportunity to do stuff and like it's it's from that per- perspective it's not a bad idea and the as far as we've been told so far access is not going to be an issue there but we will see to be 100% clear for Escaflone as well, our plans just now remain the same. There will be, like, a vote is only an Ultimate and a DVD listed just now, but it will also be a standard Blu-ray, like, and it'll come a month later. Like, so it'll come out before the end of year, it'll come out in December, in time for Christmas, um, which won't have the movies with it. The movies will be sold separately as well, so you'll have a chance to buy it without the other features we're planning to include for the Ultimate Edition. 
So don't don't worry on that frontier. It will be listed. More um, details when we can bring them to you. Like um like as with Terran Residence, there will be a standard edition of it. Same for like for other titles, you know, it's not like there's a, a block on releasing a standard edition there. And we've already put it into our media mix. Um but there will be an ultimate edition like day and date, day one. We're hoping to have some preview copies for MCM October, but you know, at, at, this stage. at this stage, we can't really confirm or deny it. <laughs> because this is quite an interesting development in itself. Um, but, like, most of the work on our part, we've already edited the HD video to fit the original dub and sub. Um, so that is good to go. We're ready to start commissioning menus now and such, and start loading assets in, but we can't finalise said assets until we actually have the other dub. So that's really what the hinging factor is. But I want it out in 2016, not 2017. And that does play an important part. Um, but we're also listening to people. And the, the general consensus is, from a completionist point of view, for the Ultimate Edition, anyone who wants the new dub as well should have access, an option of access to it. So whether we just have to say, you know, like in the worst case scenario, delay the standard edition... And then give people who buy the ultimate a chance to buy in and get, like, the revised dub or something. But I want the ultimate edition out this year, whether it comes with the opportunity to get a standard later down the line or not, you know. Um, but we've had to wait far too long to get this release to happen in the first place for waiting for this decision to be made. Uh, R.E. what was happening in the U.S. for the dub. So we kind of don't want to hold you guys back anymore. Um, but it's one we can't obviously t- we haven't been able to touch base on as much the plan just now is to include obviously a pretty beefy art book with the ultimate edition different to the Funimation one I know people that's a question people will ask um, but we've spent I spent a good few days in here digitising um, line arts from direct from the studio the studio actually picked out line arts based on my request and provided me with Enough to do a larger book than I think we could actually we could fit out like fit into the box of people, but like there's other stuff as well which is I'm I'm waiting to hear back but the the delay has actually provided me an opportunity to pitch something very cool for the ultimate edition which I consider integral, but we don't know if it's going to to pan out yet or not. Um, on it, it basically just depends on if. Sunrise can clear it with the, the relevant parties. I, I think given the, the delay and such, I think they're trying their best to make that work for us though as well. So the plan is basically Ultimate Edition and DVD. Same time, the Ultimate will come with the TV series As You Remember It in HD. It'll come with the Director's Cut in HD uh, at the very least with those episodes subtitled. Most likely um, like dubbed as well for Funimation dub. Like if like, you know, touch word, etc. access is given. Subject to availability. Subject to availability <laughs> and everything that could possibly go wrong with that. Um, and, the ori- like, basically the original language, do- like, original dub uh, for the uncut version. The Japanese audio. Japan- well, the original Japanese audio and the original dub for the US. Not the four kids one, but the one created for home video from Bando. Of course, which is, you just yep. made me remember there's, like, another dub, isn't there? Oh, yep, God. Like, so we're not doing the four kids one because that would require more editing and horror for everyone. And let's face it, after One Piece, uh, I was finished with listening to those dubs. <laughs> Sanji's not gonna like that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like, yeah. So that's the the basic breakdown of it. 
and I to sort of echo with what we said with turn A a while ago guys we'll put this in the newswire and such as well but until there is another proper update on Escaflone this will probably be the last you'll hear of us mention it for a while because we just need to keep working on this you've literally had a ton of info thrown at you there that is literally where we stand so as soon as there is another comprehensive update we will give it to you as soon as possible that said though i'm really excited about it just as a whole the fact we're getting to do what could be considered the ultimate escaflone release for an english speaking audience i know yeah. andrew's been looking forward to doing this for a while now so it'll be nice to see it it's a little face lights up. Fruition. My my dark little heart will be warm for at least twenty minutes. Twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that's the longest. Yeah. That's a record in the office. Yeah. It's not time for a sandwich. Mm. <laughs> it will be and the best sandwich he ever had. Yeah. <laughs> like before we we leap into questions as well. Can I just say how psyched I am that Mad Max won six Oscars? I know if it weren't Best Picture, but like I will happily take six Oscars. And say that's about the equivalent of I best picture. I loved Mad Max, but no, yeah, Mad Max but it was, was nothing glorious. compared to Spotlight. Spotlight was amazing, and that deservedly won. What Nonsbusters? Nonsbusters, <laughs> which oh. was the honor. Yeah. If you if you don't haven't seen them, search for Honest Oscar Posters 2016. They do this every year. <laughs> um, you get yeah. like it's like Honest Movie Trailers, but mm. with the posters, yeah. with the story as it is. Um, like in the, like rooms, for example, is that got a bit dark quickly. <laughs> um, like the like spotlight is at nonsbusters when there's something strange in your priesthood. Who you're gonna call? Um, like oh, what are the other ones? There were some other really good ones. Um, barring the Revenant, which was an obvious one. Yeah. Oh, um, congratulations <laughs> to Le- to Leo finally getting that he Oscar. Won one. I feel like he, he was like it. begging so hard yeah. all campaign like, season. My, pers- <laughs> my personal <laughs> issue. My personal issue was that with that one though was I felt he deserved it more for the Wolf of Wall Street than he did. This was like, like the, the Revenant. The Revenant felt like a pity Oscar, which is like a and shame because he genuinely it felt like. He provided probably a, a top-notch performance last year. Well, it's a, it's an established <laughs> Academy tradition, there, isn't it? That means that maybe it's the star who's missed out and then been rewarded one later because yeah, they're yeah. just like, oh, we probably yeah, should have given you one. That means that right amazing now. Flash game where you play as him trying the to get Oscars the Oscars are full of shit. What? <laughs> but like, this is news to me. Well, I mean, up until I saw like um, like Eric from G Kids actually in like uh, G Kids of a distributor for a lot of big film, like animated film in the US the stuff which isn't like Shaun the Sheep or what like or like like Ard you know, Ardman for example level stuff it is top notch. Just indie like indie work stuff like Secret of Kells, Boy in the World, like um like Chico and Rita, uh Patam Inverted, just yeah. saying. Um Princess Kaguya, like um Poppy Hill, Letter to Momo, yep. Um and that kind of stuff. Like I mean they they so they're the only company I know outside of like Pixar and such who consistently get Oscar nominations for their their animated stable every year, year on year basically. Just now they they will walk out with at least a nomination, um, like from it. But they described it as the odds of actually winning. He he was said to the director of Boy in the World, like the president of G Kids. The odds were zero point five percent. Like he was like, I mean, slowly talks upwards to one percent, <laughs> like by the director, like just zero point five, really. But it's like it's really 
some categories, especially animated in particular, mm. is so not usually. If you search cartoon brew, like you'll yeah. find a very interesting article cartoon about where they surveyed they surveyed for the voters for the the guild, and it shows that basically like most of the the, the, the voters for the like for the Oscars don't watch the animated pieces. Do you yeah. did you do you read the the Hollywood Reporter? They do the like secret. Academy voter thing every year. Yeah, cartoon brew pulls totally, from that. like honest mm. responses from yeah. people who are you know, and it's like because of the anonymity, yeah. they can be completely honest with how shit goes down, and it's really really interesting. Yeah, cartoon brew imagine. flags that every time, yeah. like for example, for the animated cat. Probably your animation news. That's the best site for that. Yeah, I was just excited because there was a film from my country nominated for the first time. <laughs> and I was reading up on <laughs> stuff. When. But yeah, but studio well, costs, I mean, like, yeah, it was the Oscar, budget. But the Oscar campaign costs, mm. like, for it, it can cost between, like, even just the, like, things like, I mean, this is just, like, stuff I was reading after the fact, because I was curious how much it costs. Yeah. The nominee luncheon alone costs $50,000 to do per, per company attending. That's $50,000 yeah, so up front for just the, the Oscars lunch, like, um, nominee lunch. And then, like, on top of that, the studio has to pay for the... Like, for a big studio, it's not an issue, but for smaller studios, it can be a real issue, especially for foreign and animated, mm-hmm. like, for example, because they have to pay for travel for their their stable. The international... Like, obviously, for shorts, it's slightly different because that's mostly independent. But, like, you can easily spend between $200,000 and several million yeah. on it. But yeah. on average, an uh, Oscar-nominated film... Like, for at least one of the big categories. So, best feature, best animated, best foreign. Net about 12... It was something like 12 point... At least last year, it was $12.1 million more than a non-Oscar-nominated film. That's average, though. So, yeah. I imagine best picture leads that. Excuse yeah, it yeah. higher. And I'm imagining foreign and animated <laughs> yeah, uh, like on the lower... on the lower but, end like, of the scale. But even then, proportionally, you're looking at an increased gain if you're nominated. Mm-hmm. Like from theatrical, home video, um, digital, like EST, mm. for example, must be a big seller. So, yeah, I'm just so glad that, that Mad Max has six of them now. One of them, I believe, the costume designer who won was British as well. And there's a, a Japanese link to Gankutsuo with it. Uh, Mahiro yeah. Maeda was a, like the director of Gankutsuo, was involved quite heavily, like in a lot of the design work as well for. Characters. Mad Max, like character design, like and um, like I believe consulted in on it. I'm not sure of the exact, like assistance he provided, but you know it's it's a good link to an anime limited favorite director. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gankutsu is also available now on home video. <laughs> oh, can't stop myself. Oh, nice. so Sorry, guys. Seriously, Gankutsu is really, really. It's for Counter Monte Cristo with space vampires. Space Monte Cristo, like how could you hate that? It was amazing. If David, plus the director is really, really, really fucking cool. Like if the late, if the late Bowie had been asked to, he would have been to make it, like to make it live action, like if Counter Monte Cristo in live action, Gankuzo is what he would have come up with. I swear. 
it's pretty damn Still good, nice. guys. Go, go and watch it. Ooh, buy it. The Blu-ray looks really nice. That steel box looks really, really pretty. Every time you so buy something, you're getting like aggressive market. It's like, go buy it. Get it. Buy it. Get down to your local retailer and pick it up now. Get down your local HMV and buy it. Every time you buy something, you get pigs. Bruv. Use the internet, son. Come on. What year is this? Get on your Amazon. I didn't realise I had invited Southside, like Southside, Southside Mafia. Southside. So on to questions. The first one, we're starting off on Twitter here. Any plans for us to release The Boy no. and the Beast? Boy and Beast, unfortunately not with us. I'm still coming to terms with it. My therapist <laughs> says I have to let go. You lost in the arena uh, fight for that one. Yeah. Studio Canal. I'm sure it'll come out at some point this year. And I've seen it at the Glasgow Film Festival. It's good. I enjoyed it. Not my favourite of them though. Like my favourite. Actually, what is everyone's favourite Hasoda film here? Ooh, Summer Wars. And then a close second is Wolf Children. That is an unacceptable order because I, no, I don't hear the good left for time at the top. No, but some also of good. Girls oh. in Two Time. I saw that one on Netflix and then it disappeared. Yeah, I love yeah, Girls in Two Time. Oh. Um, I'm well, gonna go with Cat on this. I'm going with Summer Wars. Oh, it's just everything you want in a film. Because it's got. That's because you like Pokemon, both of you. <laughs> it's a Pokemon <laughs> film. Effectively. I, can't, I can't really comment on Summer Wars too much. There's a rabbit. When I watched it. Well, I, was, so. I was. There's a kick-ass rabbit in it. Yeah, King Casma. Yeah. Yeah. Pick it's just so good. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a film for furries, Kerry. You won't oh, like no. it. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, you mean Boy and the Beast? Well, yeah. it's, it's like Second Life, the anime film. Yeah. No, uh, no, it's really, I think it's great because it's got all the family <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. and the, you know, it's like the traditional, like, Chinese Japanese classes. countryside in the house, oh, but then and, you've got the online world with the battling. And there is some, there is some tangible mild no. peril. Yeah. So, oh, oh, tangible mild peril. That sounds like um, dangerously yeah. close to a court order. I always, um, and the food uh, looks amazing in that film. I'm just saying that now. Random tangent, but speaking of mild peril, I always remember seeing an advert on TV for the Wild Thornberrys movie, and in big letters at the bottom it was a PG contains mild peril. We can say like smashing, smashing yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eliza. Um, so next question. Next question. Uh, we've actually touched on this before, Andrew, but I thought I'd no. it in case there has been any update on it. No touching. No touching. We've covered this before, Andrew, but I thought I'd throw it in again just in case there was any differing notes on it. Any chance of us releasing season two of Fake Collide Liner Prisma Ilya? Uh, not a present. But, uh, like, we do keep our eyes open, you never know, but UK rights were sold in with the US on that one, I believe. So, maybe. We've touched on standard editions already, so a couple of questions relating to those. Will Tokyo Ghoul Route A and Terror and Resonance both be getting standard Blu-ray releases as well as collector's editions? At some point, yes. For Tokyo Ghoul, it will be DVD day and date. The Blu-ray for Ghoul will come a little bit later. Uh, for Terror, it'll be one month after the collector, like the Ultimate Edition. Mm. So, how have the Paris Love Anime screenings fared, and is there any chance of there being a dedicated one city with a screening a month set up similar for the UK in the future? No, um, I'm not a fan of the one a month screening system. That was tried at the Barbican, and it rapidly becomes a desperate grab for films to screen normally 
Like, so you'll see, like, very often there's a film a month in Paris for Paris Loves Anime, but I don't believe it's every month. Like, it just happened to be for the last while since October that has been. But it's more as and when sort of basis as opposed to every month, because you get a diminishing rate of returns on a monthly basis. Even if you screen the amount of films that would be in a festival, you lose a degree of curation that you can get by putting them all into a space of, like, seven days. Like, for Scotland Loves Anime, we screened... In Edinburgh, we screened 16 films, I believe. It was one a day, Monday to Thursday, and then there were three on the Friday, four on the other two days. So, actually, 14, I think. But you can have a kind of curational point of view, like sci-fi franchises, or like I think this year we're planning a, a focus on some short film work, planning on a sort of look at World War Two animation, or animation about war possibly, for example. Like, you can have a focus that makes sense and people don't have to strain their mind to remember what was covered for last time. You know, there's things to compare, contrast. It requires a bit more of a commitment, but I tend to find for a lot of anime film that works a lot better as well. Um, so when there's not that, we'll do regular theatrical as well. Stuff like Miss Hokusai, which went across the same size mm-hmm. Japan Foundation round. We're still adding screens to that. Mm-hmm. And Anthem of the Heart. Be going to Ireland soon. Same for Anthem of the Heart. You know, it's all mm-hmm. yeah. coming um, together Cat and now. Alice in a few places yeah. as well, which if you didn't catch it at SLA, it was a really lovely film. And I would highly recommend seeing it if it's in your neighbourhood. Yeah. So, like, there's a bunch of stuff which goes on, but I don't think we will necessarily replicate the same format. I mean, we came up with the idea of Paris Loves Anime in conjunction with uh, Scotland Loves Anime, for example, just as a complement that fitted what we needed to do in front, like, what made sense for the French model, what we needed to to do as well, wanted to do rather more than needed. Um... Did the French audience take to that concept quite well, though, or was it... Yeah, I mean, I think they take to a festival format as well quite well, but there's a a difference in commitment needed. It's a big focus on a year-on-year basis, and in France it's a lot more competitive for anime film. So, like, it varies, basically, is the the key point, Mm. I guess, and we're kind of keen to to make sure it fits per place. We would love to do more screenings across the UK, for sure, on a more regular basis, so uh, watch this space. It depends on the film. Our next question, stemming from what we were talking about on the last podcast, Andrew, is there actually any chance of the Durarara 2 OVAs being released in the UK in some way, shape or form? I would like that to be the case, um, and we will try our best to. So, theoretically, but there's no commitment just now. Any updates on Samurai Flamenco Part 2? Working on it just now. Mm-hmm. We are, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and you smash my keyboard. Until we have, like, because that one was delayed because there was a lot of work to the subtitles needing done, uh, I don't want to commit to a release date as ready. Packaging is actually basically approved design though and such, so it's really about until I have a sign-off from the Masters, not pushing too far ahead because the, the Masters will be important because the subtitles will be the final ones for that. I don't want to send unfinished versions for BBFC for certification because, you know, the second half is quite different to the first half mm. and it's really important to get it as it's going to be shown on the screen to the BBFC, for example. Mm. Expecting discs in, in the next few days, so, so hopefully that should be... We'll have an update in the next... By the next podcast, we should have mm. an update. 
But yeah, because it is a subtitle only release, that's one of the reasons why we're being overly cautious on it and we just want to make sure it's right first time because with this, we really only do get one crack with it. Next question. I've just watched it in the cinema and I'd like to know if there's any possible update on when we might be able to expect a home video release of Anthem of the Heart. Oh, I still I he really enjoyed it. Oh. <coughs> uh, soon. Like, I'm just waiting to hear back from the US what their plans are barring importing the Aniplex release. I'm looking at what extras we can include, and once I know what the final English language options are going to be for it, aka will there be a dub or will there not, uh, I will commit to a date. If there's no dub, it comes a lot sooner, really, all in all. If it doesn't have a dub, if it does have a dub, then obviously we have to wait for that to happen. So, like I say, depends, but I know there's an import release coming from the film in like, in the next few months from Aniplex of America. So we're seeing what we can do. Um, in short, no updates, but I would like to get it out inside this year, but it just depends on, like, into Q4 time, but it really depends if it's a dub, that'll slow us down. And we're but, happy you enjoyed it. Yes. Moving on to Facebook, first of all, are you able to secure any of the Aniplex of America additions to the Sword Art Online 2 discs for your upcoming sets? Ah, uh, additions to it, yeah. Um, like, no. Um, <laughs> in short, uh, let me be... You raised my hopes and crushed the most expertly, sir. Uh, basically, let me break this down. Um, if this is a question about whether or like, you know, which version to buy, it's up to you really on it, but all I'm going to say is... Their booklets are 24 pages long, ours are over double that in length. So ours is big, Cat is making uh, lewd references to I size not, here. I am not at all. <laughs> I am not, <laughs> and how dare you, goodbye sir. But like, so uh, to break it down to the facts, um, basically our, the booklet is double the length, over double the length of, like, uh, like of um, the... <laughs> Like of the Aniplex of America, which is cool. They have other extras though. Um, like extras. they, you have like a like a card trading card. You get some postcards with it. Some I think post you get a PR card for Vice Schwartz, yeah. and there's also some little bit of a on disc extra commentary as well. And I think maybe some kind of drama CD. And a drama CD with part two, part three has the second soundtrack. It also costs. Over double the price, basically, of our release on Amazon. Not including import tax. Which, mm. you have to make some trade-offs sometimes. And we our trade-off was we value the booklet data you get from the Japanese releases, so we're allowed to use all of that. And I, I don't think you're really getting a bad deal all in all. Everyone's mileage may vary, but if we included everything and charged the same price per volume as Japan... Well, not Japan, as Aniplex of America, fans would complain to us. Mm -hmm. And the majority of fans would complain. If I get one or two queries this way about it, like, I will sleep relatively soundly on a bed of pretty decent um, investment on it. Like, it, like it, it's, it's a difficult one. I'm basically, like, in this kind of situation, as evidence through Durara, I literally am unable to keep everybody happy. Mm -hmm. Um... Even myself! <laughs> no, like, more importantly, like, you just can't keep everyone happy. It's one of those hard business decisions you have to make, as opposed to... Like, as a fan, of course I want to include everything. Like, mm -hmm. if I had my way and I would, we would charge 
the most accessible price. But unfortunately, the reality is everyone around me would be very upset if I did that because then they would not have... P45 uh, yeah, I mean, I've decided to fund this by uh, firing all of hey you. Hey guys, I'm throwing a P45 party. You're all invited. <laughs> um, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't be able to, like, to do it the way, like, the things we do now with the people we do now if we did it that way. So, it's very, like, it's a tough one. And I, I respect, I'm not making fun of anyone who likes the other edition, nor am I saying... Like, as I continue to, to stand up for them um, as I get on, that, like, I'm very happy with our relationship with, with Andy Plex of America, actually. Um, like, I think it's a trade-off that is completely reasonable and protects... Gives you guys a great addition at a great price. Mm-hmm. Like, for, like, for what we're doing. You know, comparable to, like, to previous editions and such for, for the franchise, for example. Um... I guess that's the answer. Yeah, I totally agree. Just speaking as me properly for a second, in that when it comes to the UK release, I don't think we probably could have done any better with it, with what we have planned. I think the way it looks on the shelf, be it if you have the box with the art side facing out or you have all four volumes sticking out, it's going to look great. The amount of content you actually get in the book, I noticed because I have legit read through them as well. So I can vouch for the fact that there is a crap ton of content in there that's really worth reading. And honestly, guys, like Andrew said, it's your decision at the end of the day how you want to spend your money. Vote, like, vote, vote with your wallet, but know that we are really trying our best with all of these releases. Yeah, and I think the credit goes to you if you're buying the edition which costs two times the price, for example, you're still supporting the title. Exactly. Um, and if you're buying it legitimately, I'm not gonna like I uh, like I'm not gonna complain about it. You know, like it's ten out of ten, like ten out of ten for the dedication. There, that's the what you want in it. Mm. But we have to, to kind of balance up the collector's market and the, like especially with titles like that where we can't do a standard edition at the same time for Blu-ray, for example, easily. We have to balance up demand for the product overall as well. Uh, it's really tough for us at times. Next question. Any update on Beck, and did you guys manage to get a Blu-ray as well? Uh, we're working on it just now still. Uh, I realise it's not been updated yet on the list of titles for release dates. Uh, stay with us, we'll have news soon. Blu-ray is turning out to be an interesting challenge, so I'm not sure if it will happen or not yet. Um, watch the space, but we're fighting for it. I know when it comes to DVD, there'll probably be an update soon, I imagine. Yeah, very soon. For yeah, you. very soon. So, so stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. We'll have a, have a couple of things to say about that, most Personal likely. Note, I always preferred Weird Back to, to Art Back, but that's just my thing. <laughs> Earlier stuff, really, really good. I think there's only one Beck song I know, and it's the one that was included in one of the Rock Band games. I've never really been into Beck, but there was a Beck song in one of the Rock Band games. Fly Together. It's the one where he says, na 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 That sounds like you're working your way towards the Lady Gaga song there for a second. Never. Bad romance, sadly. The opening four. So, next question. Anything on Plastic Memories or Seraph of the End? I heard you guys are releasing it digitally. If we're talking home video as a result of digital, then for Seraph of the End, that is much to my... My therapist's advice not to talk about it again, let go of it, is with uh, Universal. 
Bible signs of it, giving it a, a no holds barred, like excellent treatment. It's not a Warner Brothers treatment, don't worry. It won't be uh, all jammed onto two discs or whatever for, for JoJo's. With lovely PAL speed up. Mm. Uh, but like, so it won't be treated like that, but it's not with us, so we can't really comment on that for release. Plastic Memories, uh, as soon as we have some information, we will pass it on, but we will be releasing it on home video at some point in the uh, future. More on that to follow. Mm. Indeedly do. They also add also more air horn. You guys were having a blast with those. Hope you have fun. Yes! <laughs> oh. Someone likes the air horn. Someone likes the air horn. Most people begged us to take it away, but you know. <laughs> well, you but mean take away that Andrew voice. You, you brought it back. I know. <laughs> Did you have to re download it? Well, I've got a new phone. Oh, yeah, true. But I do need the, the next question. Uh, now, uh, this question actually, we've got to get someone else on the line here. We need to get the festival director of Scotland Lives Anime on the line. Oh, so, oh. so yeah, just uh, hang on a second, guys. Festival we're, director Andrew Partridge. We're just going to we're just going to get the festival director on the line. So just bear with us. You only chat in Airhorn. <laughs> yeah, we only chat in Dutch. <laughs> That's the that's the, the call for him. Uh, uh, hello, oh. it, it, hi. Is, is that the festival director of Scotland Loves Anime, Andrew Partridge? There, I'm sorry, it's really noisy where you are. Uh, is that the festival director of Scotland Loves <laughs> Scotland Loves Anime? Alex Partridge. <laughs> Alex Partridge, come on down. Is that the festival director of Scotland Loves Anime, Mr. Andrew Partridge? Fantastic, fantastic. That was almost close encounters. As his interpreter, that was a yes. That's a really severe gag problem. Um, I would like to ask the festival director via this person on the the Facebook thread, is there any chance of Kizu Monogatari being shown at SLA? I think that was a... I think that's a tentative maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that was a yes be. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you for being on the line with us. Thank you for being on the show. We'll talk to you again very soon. He says, thank you for having me. <laughs> I question if that's really what he said there. <laughs> it's kind of like those um, on um, the Muppet show, the the, one, the ones with the horns on their mouth. Oh, oh, hang on, he's still on the line. Hang on. <laughs> Andrew, shh. Go back to the home. Right. <laughs> oh, so, did I, I? I stepped out there. Did the uh, uh, festival director for Scotland Lives Anime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The talk with him. Yeah. He's yeah. a bit like a clanger. You do realize that he only responds in tones. <laughs> sometimes. Mm. Yeah, 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 clanger. Yeah, he's like a more attractive version of you. <laughs> Excellent. Keep it to yourself in your one year. Period. Oh God. <laughs> Just yeah, say. shit. I've only been here seven months. What well, am I doing? Oh, I don't know. that's a common question <laughs> I ask mean, myself. Next year it's three. Uh, next month it's three years. Oh, you're poor soul. <laughs> that's when we uh, get to the tube the barcode onto Kerry's neck. Yeah, that's when, <laughs> that's when the wine IP goes directly into my ears. Oh God. And our next question. You know what? I'm going to say we'll uh, we'll probably wrap up on this Whoa. one as well. With Pokemon celebrating its 20th anniversary, is there any hope that the original three movies will get re-released, either by yourselves or possibly a UK company? Okay. Yes! Asshole sends a question in like that. <laughs> what was Cat, that? calm yeah. down. <laughs> yes. Cat, did you, have, you been, my, have you now, been tweeting like at the anime? Adding it to my licenses. <laughs> yeah. for, for those who want a bit more context for this, in America it was announced recently, I believe in conjunction with the 20th anniversary celebrations of the Pokemon franchise, that they were releasing the original three movies, the English dubbed ones, so Pokemon First Movie, Pokemon Movie 2000, and Pokemon Movie 3, which I want to say it's was Spell of the Unknown? 
spell yeah, the unknown? Yeah, that's that one about in right. the Frozen Palace in the Legendary. But the one with Entei as yeah, the main Entei. legendary. Uh, they're being that like a on... Taylor Swift Pokemon <laughs> character? <laughs> Entei. <laughs> like, wow, Sorry. It's just, it's just her face on <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're getting re-released on Blu-ray. I think actually, in like a, a like a bit a really nice Blu-ray steelbook package. Actually, it looks oh, really yeah, really nice. Ente yeah. used shake it off. Oh, it so that's, yeah, so that's where this question is coming from. Actually, Ente Shikari. <laughs> oh, Ente Shikari. <laughs> Andrew is losing it here. Ente <laughs> Shikari, a good band, support British music. Um, <laughs> well, that came out of nowhere. Wow. wow. There you go. Are they sponsoring you? How much are you making? Yeah. Yeah. I wish. I still remember the first Pokemon movie. I watched that. I genuinely thought you, were about to say, you, I thought you were about to say the first time you saw Into Shikari. It's like, hang on, what? Well, <laughs> maybe sorry. that as well. But but yeah, the, sorry, first, yeah, first Pokemon movie. I still remember so watching good. it in a, so like, in a, story, in a hotel on video on demand when I was in New York. Oh, I remember oh, watching it because he'd been on the road How old to Bolivian you? City. He'd met some friends along the way. I was, yeah, on the way. <laughs> I remember Christmas watching City. it at a preview screening at a cinema in Boreham Wood in North London. Did anything ever happen with the people who sung the ending theme? It was like a band called M2M. <laughs> Which sounds like a unfortunate Craigslist app, but no, actually, no, it's I think of it. are still in the Pokeball somewhere <laughs> in Nintendo Just HQ. Just like knock off M&M's. Yeah, but, well... Did you buy a pack of M&M's? <laughs> sounds like We M- were thinking sex ad, yeah. but you oh, went straight no, to food. No, yeah, no, you went straight to food. You skipped. Yes. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, no. It's never just a tune called "Don't Say You Love Me." Holy crap! You were right. It was M to M. Yeah, he knows his Pokemon. It's a tune called "Don't Say You Love Me." I think. (laughs) 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 Come on, tell me I'm right. I hope I'm right because this will be embarrassing. Otherwise, I want to talk about song title. No, no, it was there. It was there. Yeah, Yeah, don't say you love me. (laughs) Congratulations, you win. You are the weebiest person here (laughs) in the world. Bonus round. How did the song go? Alpha Weave! And your bonus round, how did the song go? Fuck if I know that. Exactly! Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it charted in over a dozen countries, including a number two... Over a dozen? Including a number two in Norway. It was certified gold in both Australia and the US. The the song or the movies? (laughs) The song, I believe. You said number two. Uh, It was also nominated... For the year's best song at the 2000. Oh, oh I can't wait God. to hear what this award was. Did it win an Oscar? The Spellman, the Spellman Prize and Awards. I got that. Out of oh, the Spellman like, Prize. Wait, awards. as in like oh, Sabrina yeah. Spellman, the, the, the Sabrina Musical <laughs> Talent Awards. Yes, those mm. ones. Apparently, they even appeared on an episode of Top of the Pops. Says Wikipedia. Thanks, oh, Wikipedia. Oh no, they've broken up. The oh, oh wow. Well, that was. Um, Don't they know there's a 20th anniversary of Pokemon going on? But get back wait, together for that. Twink male band cut down in their prime. Wait, what? It was a, wait, what? Twink. I, I assume they were no. Twinky. No, wait. Some, oh, like t- like. Uh, like it was the part after that. What? Cut down in their band prime. Cut down in it's their girl prime. Oh. Oh, and it wasn't. Oh, see, yeah. MTM again. I was still. Yeah. Oh, you still your Craigslist ads? Yeah. I, I uh, thought okay. they were honest to God. I thought they were a boy band. No. Nope. Oh, they're just girls with different girls. gay porn. That's more sense now. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Anyway, says Jeremy. <laughs> so much. So, Kat, um, Kat, where did you f- see the first movie? Do you remember? I can't even remember. In the <laughs> cinema, I'm guessing. <laughs> I think I only watched so it on DVD. Wait, when did it come DVD, out? no, VHS. 
Oh my god. God, was it actually that? Oh, yeah, yeah it was that. that long ago. Yeah, oh. I never got the Mew card. You remember everyone got a Mew card from oh, the yeah, never cinema? Got one of those. Yeah, I never got one. I got the little Pikachu one. It was the most derpy looking Pikachu. <laughs> and I just realised I've inadvertently admitted going to the cinema to see it. Whoops, <laughs> 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 that's alright. Let's go backwards. Like, what, like, do you, what other anime did you see in the cinema? I'll go first on this and say, no, wait, admittedly, I saw Spirits with it, Final Fantasy, Spirits with it. That was a good film. <laughs> yeah, not including the Yeah, well, if you removed so the Final Fantasy at the beginning. The film. <laughs> it was It was a film I enjoyed. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a good film. Did you enjoy it? That was the reference. <laughs> Do you know how much the first Pokemon movie grossed worldwide it's, in um, US dollars? It's a large amount of money. That, Correct. How much? It was like, what? Is that it? Does it just say a large amount uh, of money? No, it is, <laughs> your number. Do you know if it's including or excluding China? It, it says this amount worldwide. Uh, 300 million at least. Nay. Higher? Lower. Oh, oh 200 299 million. million. <laughs> <laughs> Said this so casually. <laughs> that is my Can highest number. Uh, 100 million I said dollars. Cat's the closest. 163.6 million worldwide. Not bad considering it looked like it cost about the same as an episode. Oh, <laughs> I always thought it looked bad. I'll have you know with the addition of an bad. English language band at the end yeah. of. M to M must have cost at least the price. Well, a Cornish pasty and two pound fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I just bet she goes. It wasn't Gaza doing the negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> the Japanese version never got released over here, did it? It's always only been the double. Why version. is it? Yeah. Is the Japanese one just like really bloody and violent? Uh, probably. Actually, no, because in the film, remember the part when Pikachu's are just slapping each other. Oh. The end. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes on forever. Yeah. It's one of the best parts of the film. It's, it's like, like go weird. on, son. Yeah, actually, no, the whole film is basically clump. Pokemon, and then there's just like they must fight, and then they just fight brutally. They don't even use their attacks. They're just like wrestling and like punching each other. You may as well just play. One of the random stories I remember of seeing that movie is that it was the first time that one of the second generation Pokemon were revealed. Oh yeah. In the opening, in the opening battle sequence, I think it was. It was a swimming scene, wasn't it? No, it was. It was a battle like on a on a peninsula between Ash and someone else. It was a, 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 a Dom fan. Yeah, that was it. That would yeah. be Because I remember in the cinema, like, there were loads of kids just going, Oh my god! What's that? Wait, and then that means the Orange Island like no arc came would. after that film, didn't it? With Tracy and. Uh, it might have been airing around the same time. Yeah, yeah, because that's when he had a Marrow and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Do you remember all the rumours? And it was like Pika Blue. Pika Blue. In my brain. Yeah. Do you know actually, this brings us to a very good discussion. No, 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 I'm never alone. So, so interesting, Kerry's laughing at the idea. The most important question is, did you, did you, did you cry when Ash got turned to stone? I laughed. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, I mean, that was tragic. No, wait, I'm human. Uh, Ash has always been turned to stone, emotionally. <laughs> How many days do you reckon all dense. the episodes of Pokemon legit make up? How many days has he been 12? Exactly. How many, How many days? <laughs> He's 10. Nobody wants to that one. Oak's been just like dripping growth retarding formula into his cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Or when someone eats an onigiri and it's like jelly donuts. Oh, Oh, yeah, sure, love me some jelly donuts. (laughs) Wow. 
Oh, it's so bad. Talking about the original... Because the West is not ready for balls of rice. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the original Pokemon games for a second, what one did you get, if at all? I had blue. Got blue, yeah. Yeah. I was blue as well. Keith, were you in on this crazy I have never actually owned or played a Pokemon game. Oh, I can't work here anymore. I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm going. Don't let the P45 stop you. Unless it's a moment, it's going to be delayed a bit longer now. I won't have time to let it. Goodbye. Oh, don't leave. Well, everyone. um, Oh, okay. I was going to play that one more, but there you go. Uh, Andrew, which one one did you get? You must have played it. Because you're a gamer as well, is what I'm trying to imply. I think he's just called you. I think he's just turned into the festival director. Did you not have red and blue? There are no answers here, so. Well, uh, did any of you guys ever play the yellow version? Yes. My friend had it. I didn't. I have a funny story about the yellow version. Mm-hmm. Is it about it being covered in pee? I was waiting for you to say that. I'm glad you took the bait. <laughs> yes. That's the golden edition, Kevin. Yeah. No, it's better. Yellow got released in America before it did over here, by it quite a considerable margin. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got my I got my mum from a shop to like actually import it over, because we found a shop where they were selling it got delivered, started playing it, and I noticed at first glance the box art looked a bit different. And I was like, huh, that looks a bit weird. But it's called no. Pokachu. No, no, it, it looked... <laughs> oh, but by all accounts, on. it still looked normal. So, oh, it's different to what it was on the site. Okay. And I started playing it, and I noticed that there was this random line on the screen. And I was like, oh, approached by Game Boy going a bit weird. So I played it for freaking hours, and then shortly thereafter, Pokemon Stadium got released on the N64. Sweet. And it came with the adapter where you could put your Game Boy cartridge in, and you could see your Pokemon that you've been training up on your Game Boy on the big screen. It was... Fight! (laughs) Go! It It was such an amazing experience. However, my yellow cartridge did not work. Because it turns oh, out, it was a knockoff. It turns out it was oh, a knockoff version of Yellow. It was covered in Which is why there was different box art. Which is why there was the line across the screen, oh, and it no. didn't work. Remember, kids, piracy is wrong. It really is. <laughs> Yet, if you, you traded the Pokemon from the knockoff version to a copy of Red or Blue, it they still worked fine. Oh, interesting. And that was a heartwarming story of how young Jeremy was uh, emotionally destroyed, <laughs> and then he started working here. Yay! Yay! It really sets him up for his life here. Yeah. <laughs> He's come home. <laughs> to, to we're all welcome we're all to our safe. broken family. Remember, I got, um, I got traded a Mew into my blue version, but I wanted to trade it over to the red. And how, I how did you get it. a Mew? My friend gave me it. How? You I, couldn't get them. I don't know. I was ten years old. F- figure well, this out, cat. Apparently, recently they found a new way to you can actually get Mew in the blue version. There's a way to do it. Because I'm totally going to try it with. Like, what? Because I rebought it on the 3DS, so I'm gonna. You see, if I am it. gonna get a 3DS, it might have to be for this. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, and I lost the original Mew when I was trading it between games. I lost it in the link cable. The link cable. <laughs> the link cable. Of death. So, did you yeah. try to? Did you try to do link cable cheat though? Did you what, try and what? cut the link cable open, screaming? I know it's in here somewhere. Are you not aware of that link cable? You're not aware of the link cable cheat, What's which it? was if you had like, if you were using red and blue copies and put the link cable in. And you pull the cable out at the right time, like oh. when a certain message came up on the screen, it would copy and leave yeah, a copy I on heard both of them. That. No, mute muse forever lost in that link. It's probably because you weren't meant to have it. Because no, it's it. Oh. No, no, because uh, was so you're not mute. Like nice things. Mew was never meant to be in, that, in our right. version, though, was but, it? No, Jeremy, it was years ago. Let it go. Later. I'm curious. But I'll link you the article because I was linked it today. You can't actually get Mew in the game. You have to do a certain thing, and you'll encounter it. Maybe you guys can answer this question. 
Because in the Japanese version, was it not that you got all 150, you went to a guy in a department store, and then you would speak to him and he would give you Mew. Whereas in our version, you would just get a well, certificate. Well, maybe, maybe in your knockoff yellow version that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that was on blue that I did it with. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. Well, I'm you in Cerulean City already in my playthrough, so I'm gonna try and get that. They got there quick and came out the other day. Cats with not much I to do. I told you, I ate pasta and played Pokemon <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> There's a lot of weekend to do that in, so. Yeah, you can play with DS while eating pasta as well. Yeah, so. well, you gotta make sure you don't get sauce on the screen. Yes. So. Is there any dual screen functionality at all, or is it literally no, just a port? No, it's virtual console, of... so it'll okay. be a legit port. Oh, I've never had a 3DS, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I didn't want to. Like just save over my original blue because I've had the same save since I was ten mm. on that blue, like the original blue version I have. So I've never wanted to reset it. Mm. You can do trading over Wi-Fi now though, can't you? Apparently. Yeah, and you get like Pokemon Bank where you can put all your uploads. Oh, yeah. Not the Game Boy Color. <laughs> no, yeah, just smashing the router with your Game Boy Color upload. But yeah, you can upload your Pokemon Pokemon Bank. You have to pay like five dollars a year mm. to keep it, and then you can. Okay. But yeah. Alright then, so I guess, seeing <laughs> I as everyone else is getting home. restless in the office, uh, we, should probably, we should probably ask, starting Pokemon, what did you go with? Squirrel. Yeah? Yeah, that's, oh, Bulbasaur. You know, that was my starter when I was a kid. Bulbasaur all the way? No, Squirrel, man. Face fighter. Face fighter. So Charmander. <laughs> no. Just, oh, sorry. Yeah, not real pets you keep oh. for special occasions. It's actually just what we call Andrew. Yeah. For, face fighter. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you know they call me. Face fighter in yet? Face fighter. 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 No, I just no, I just picked the squirrel. I don't. I can't remember. I'll go back in time. You don't and just and you'll me. <laughs> Carrie wants to go home. So I know. Carrie's got to run home, and she doesn't want to run the rapey way. Carrie in the loves dark. yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, none of us. Carrie does love uh, yogurt. Yeah. All right, uh, we can just do a separate podcast. All I need is a sound effect. All I need is a sound effect of a gun going off. Holy. <laughs> Just figuring out how to end it. Wait a minute, Russell, Russell. Oh, they, did that, they did that episode of the Age where they pretended they had a gun and then it just like went off and that was the end of the... <laughs> We could do and Pokemon podcast. Joe, you know we might actually have to do If you guys just want to hear Kat and I talking no. about Pokemon no. for a while, let us know. I really hope I, not because I that's going to... I cannot tell you how hyped I was about the 20th anniversary and the, like, the movie release coming the, out on the Saturday. But it's technically the 17th over here though, isn't it? Because it came out like three years after. So what? it's the 20th anniversary of it being in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why they released it. Okay, guys, we, we, go. We can't have music, Kerry. We'll no more than 10 we'll seconds. No, no more than 10 seconds. Neil Young's going to sue me. Oh, yeah, she might. Yeah, yeah I was so hyped about it. Yeah, technically, released again. Well, on, that no, on that note, folks, while we've derailed this completely, thank you very much for <laughs> listening. Derailed it. Ah. <laughs> Make sure you go to our website, alltheanime.com, check out our blog for the latest updates and some cool articles too at blog.alltheanime.com. Find us on the social medias. We are All The Anime on Facebook and Twitter, All The Anime UK on Tumblr and YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, check out some content on there. We recently uploaded trailers for A Letter to Momo and for Tokyo ESP as well. Yes. 
S. From myself, Jeremy, from <laughs> Kerry, Keith, and Durand Cat, we've been Team Anime <laughs> Limited, signing out, and Cat's about to go and play some more Pokemon. Cool. Or work. I thought you go said Durand Durand when you said Andrew. Durand. <laughs> like, Durand. Yes. <laughs> Not wrong with Duran Duran. Duran, 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 Duran. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, Keith just ended the podcast there. All right. Steady old Keith. When did he become Duran Duran? No, they have to end it with Keith saying that. Bye, everyone.